coming this summer to an ear hole near you. It's the Retronomapod. Sliding into an aggressive episode three of the Retro Namapod. Sliding into your DMs. Don't tempt me, bro. You better swipe left on this ass. It hasn't been washed. Oh, boy. boy. Mm. Mm, They don't tell you that. The tender terms of service. I I wouldn't even know. I can honestly say it's never an app that I've had downloaded on my phone. Yeah, Thank God. It was kind of after my time. Yeah, it's it's not my style. Man, what a weird way to start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're the last two motherfuckers you want to see on Tinder. <laughs> I know. Like, swipe, I can't swipe fast enough. Like, oh no, 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 no. Oh, God. Is we'll it real? Another week. Is it real? Kind of. Yeah, man. Here we go. Uh, well, as we usually do, we'll uh, we'll pick apart the uh, the the question from last week. Oh, I really made a fool of myself at the end of that one. <laughs> it was so good, though, man. It was I, just uh, kind of like, oof. I just want to apologize to anyone that I might have offended. For I can, I don't even know where that accent was from. I can't do accents. I'm sorry. Some people can. Some people can't. Some I people cannot. think they can. You know, like no. It's all good. I didn't take any offense to it. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, you're like, I don't, what, Scottish? Yeah, Scott Irish, that whole kind of Euro mutt kind of thing going on. <laughs> Euro Okay, so we're going to start this off on a weird note, actually. Something we I did not have. write down. All right. Away from the Tinder stuff. So <laughs> my other half let me know the other day. And I have no, I have no idea if this is true. I did not fact check this. Um, but apparently there's like not very tall buildings in Ireland. Like some of these people like have never been on an elevator. Sure. You say sure is not an answer. Do you, have you heard this? I mean, I, I'm just assuming from the pictures I've seen that none of their buildings are crazy tall. It sounded like not a lot of them go above like three stories. I mean, when you're getting drunk all the time, you, you shouldn't. I mean, I guess st- when all your steps are made of cobblestone, <laughs> and when you really <laughs> when you when you live up, uh, above where you work, I mean, why do you need to? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you need an extra Fun fact. Someone fact check me. That is, Leave in the comments under your five star review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Anyway, coming. <laughs> <laughs> So the question of last week was, yes. do people in the United Kingdom use American English accent when they play D&D? Yeah. I would think I, 100% yes. It's, it's exotic to them. I mean, and it's not, you know, like if you were to do a Nigerian accent or something, I feel like that might border on racist. I, so yeah, like, I don't know if they would have sing. any way to say that. That's why we always go like British or Scottish or what we think sounds like Irish. Well, that's because most of these nerdy ass people that are doing it are just white people, and it's in their heritage to do a British accent. (laughs) And they're like, "I've seen Lord of the Rings; I can nail that accent." Here we go now. How's my accent? (laughs) And it just seems like that's an adventurer like language, you know, like a British accent, an American accent. It's like you're a cowboy, you know. So you're not going to play that in a D and D character. Hey, y'all, let's go slay that dragon. And then, like. You're not going to do like an Asian accent unless you're doing like a samurai arc. Yeah. But just for a generic ass, I imagine the American accent is. First of all, you guys heard my accent last week. British do American accents. Hands down. Amazing. It's like they are American. I want to know the secret to what, how they do it. Like, like, 
there's no good way to learn how to do a British one, in my opinion. But like for them, is it just like, hey, dumb down yourself, and next thing you know, oh, you nailed the an accent. Well, the it's American like, accent, like the English accent. Is it just like a like a branch off of like our southern accent? Could like be. Is it a little, it's just a different kind of twang. It's just, hey, y'all, come on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Do some Matthew McConaughey. Hey, I was going to say. You went from Southern to, like, California dazed and confused. I, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the magic of the McConaughey. I mean, he can pick up high school girls and drive Lincolns. I the older I, I get, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not a good motto to live your life by. I imagine it's I not think, great, but I, I think the answer I, is yes. I think the simple it, answer is yes. And the, the fun part is they get to choose, you know, North, South, East, West. Okay. Are you going to try and do a Midwestern or like, could you imagine like an English dude doing a Minnesota accent? Like, Hey, how <laughs> no. you doing? Eh? Oh, <laughs> that would be freaking amazing. You know? And I think like for us, it's tough because we're so centered around American things and like countries like Britain or in the UK. Right? I didn't make myself sound stupid no, on no, that. You're, but you're good they see a lot good. of like American television, whereas like I'm not seeing a lot of British television. Oh, you know, downtown Abbey. Yeah. Like that's as deep as we get. And that's like yeah. old, old money shit. Like that's yeah. like having a sitcom in so Connecticut. <laughs> you know? It's just like some shit. I don't know. Like that's different kind of money. That's like the, yeah, no doubt, dude. So I like, because I would great. never like in a and d campaign like I would do a voice like I would have a character voice but it would never have an accent unless it was a southern accent yeah but I'm Something not like ever choosing like off. I'm gonna keep this fucking British accent the entire time whereas like in in the UK do they keep that accent like are like are you right like are there are D&D players being like I'm gonna have an American Hunter with a German shepherd. <laughs> oh you know, like this is what my character is. Their campaigns are a lot different, a lot more guns involved, bad health care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's a different adventure. It's like the third entirely. Back to the Future movie. It's like all their <laughs> D&D campaigns. <laughs> Shoot, no kidding, dude. <laughs> you, get, you get transported back to the wild, wild west. What Speaking are you going to do? Speaking of my, Michael J. Fox. Oh, I love that dude so much. I watched a movie the other day. Oh, yeah? That's one tends to do. And I'm going to do a little review on it because, you know, that's what we do here on the Retro Nama podcast. Uh, I saw uh, the 1985 Michael J. Fox classic Teen Wolf. You ever see it? I have seen it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Michael J. Fox fan. Me too. And, uh, I mean, it's it's Teen Wolf. He's like, a dude. <laughs> like it's it's so dang good how it's you know it's like super relatable guy. They do a great job at setting him up. He's like he's just the guy who just wants to be above average, just be a little more than what his situation has given him. And the next thing you know, he starts growing hair in places he didn't have hair before. <laughs> just talk about it like a puberty growth yeah. part at that it's, point. It's, it kind of is, right? But he went it's from like, like a John Stockton basketball player to a LeBron. <laughs> yeah, know, totally. Like, like, overnight. He's pulling he's out got moves. hair like an Israeli, but you play basketball <laughs> like a six foot nine athletic god. <laughs> uh, it's it's so good, easy, eighties cheesiness with it too. Just the you know the the soundtrack and and the the wardrobes it, and the characters. And they go through the like. A natural 80s teen movie where it's like yeah. high school drama. There's like a prom or a homecoming. Yeah. You know, they got they have the sports game. They have like the close sports game where he does something fucking awesome. Oh, I love, I, it's, I love how in the beginning they set that up where you think, you know, they're already losing and, and he's doing his best. And then they do that thing where, oh, he takes that final shot and you think, oh, he's actually going to make it. No, nope, just bounces off the rim. Everybody's yeah. disappointed because. Loser. You know, 
the beaver suck. <laughs> and that's that's kind of. And then all of a sudden, he gets he gets some hair. He gets faster, stronger. He can smell where the weeds hidden, and boom, he can smell where the we- where the weeds hidden. Yeah, there's I, a part where he's re- re- he's revealing himself to his buddy Styles, right? And the guy's looking for something. And he's like, "Oh, I can, I can, I can smell what you're looking for." And he reaches under the thing. Guy's like, "Oh, I already looked there," and well, bam, big old thing of no kidding. Throws it out. He's like, "My man, the Teen Wolf." <laughs> I like that they merchandise them midway through the movie. <laughs> it's so good. I did not remember that part. I'm gonna have to. Oh it, man, it, it's it's good. I mean, the iconic stuff in it though is clearly the van surfing. You know, to the Beach Boys. Yeah, that that is the part that if you watch it, that will be stuck in your brain for eternity because it's so dang good. Him just up there, backflipping. Going past the old Denny's and Jack in the Box. So, what was the big thing at the end of that movie? They were they were trying to expel him, right? Like he was cheating. Well, well his dad's a werewolf as well. Like that's a big like reveal. Also, it's like, oh, his dad and the principals after him because of his dad. Uh, when they were younger, his dad made him uh, relieve himself oh, when he was trying to hit, this hit is on like a Marty McFly situation. Yeah, so he, he basically. You know, he's waiting for his chance to say, you're out of there, Scott. <laughs> and the dad shows up and he's like, we got to do this again. And the dude shits himself again. Oh, <laughs> shit. And he's like, you're going to leave my kid alone. And he winds up with his best friend instead of the super hot girl, you know. Uh, right. The one that yeah. turns out to be hot later. Like after she reveals yeah, her glasses and does her little just, head whip thing. She, She's just always there and always been friends since they were a kid. And then, you know, I love you like a brother. Exactly. It's like, oh, we were meant to be. And she's known it the whole time. And he was just too dumb to realize what he had. It's so good, my dude. It's a it's a good movie. Yeah. It's It's just looking back to think like he just did the same movie for like six years straight with a different title. Hey, like whatever works. Back to the future was the same thing. Like his dad got beat up guy, a guy. He got beat up by a guy. Yeah. Goes back to the future, gets beat up by the same guy. Guy, you know, and it's just like he tries to figure out how not to get his ass kicked by this guy that tried to kick his dad's ass. And yeah. this time it's just the opposite. This his dad kicks some dude's ass. Yeah, without even having to lay a punch, which is great. Huh? Well, I mean, it's I like, easy when you got canines. Dude, werewolf. Especially if you could turn it on and off at a drop of the hat. It's like I was gonna say, would you take that? We talked about superpowers last week. Would you take if that? If it doesn't come along with the the bloodlust of it all, you know, like come No, no, uh, no, no. no. You're getting move. you're getting the American Werewolf in London thing. That's the so treatment if, you're getting. Hundred percent. If you're able, able to transform at will, so you could kind of possess the power whenever you mm. need to. Or is it just full moon? Because if it's just it's full, moon, be full moon, that's that's no, the werewolf I, way. I, I can't do it. No, that's the werewolf way. I don't think you'd have a choice anyway. That's how werewolves work. They're just some nom 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 nom, but, and then all of a but, sudden, every full moon, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it have yeah, it have. If you don't have the control to be able to like use it when you want to, it just doesn't have the appeal. Because if you're slave to the moon i can't i can't sign on for that all right so scenario if you're a slave to the moon so you only get it during the full moon full moon yep we got you (laughs) all right but you can completely control the power like no bloodlust you don't have to murder people you have to murder one person to feed it you know that's where you you know who you're murdering it isn't just like some sure you can be like in the park there's that guy who's committing a crime that boom. Okay. It makes it easier. I mean, I'd like to think sure. Let's yeah, go I don't want you to play. be like Batman though. Why like, not? I want you to Why be like, you be? I want you to I like totally serve vengeance. Wolfman you know? at that point, <laughs> like on September 13th, some dude cut you off in traffic and you were like Thomas Mitchell. Like, <laughs> fucking, you wait 11 days, bitch. All right, because when the full moon comes, yeah. I'm hunting you and your family and anyone that you love. You know, and that's how I'm going to deal with my werewolf power. That's pretty good. 
I don't know. So, anyways, back to back to what we were first talking about. Yeah. Team so Wolf. the movie, I mean, 1985 classic came after Back to the Future, and so I think that kind of helped give the movie a bit of a bump. But uh, fantastic! I'd give it a solid. Uh, uh, here's my rating. I would give it a solid four Cheeto fingers. Four Cheeto fingers. Or Cheeto fingers. Or just Cheeto. <laughs> We're going to really have to watch or play something bad soon. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's solid. I mean, it's not the greatest. It is, it is a solid movie. But it's not one that I go back to. I haven't watched this movie since I was a kid. But it's left such a mark that that's why we can't, went back to it. It was like we saw it and it was like, oh, we got to watch this. But I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. That's why it's only four stars and not four and a half or five. It, it is something that kind of brings you back. Right? Totally. Like totally. more than anything else. It's not like you're remembering it. It's not a Terminator in your head, you know? Like it's not like watching T2 for the first time. Oh my I'll God. I'll actively go back and watch that movie. No doubt. But like you see a Teen Wolf late at night on a Saturday where you guys are full, maybe got a couple of drinks in you. Yeah. And it's like this, you know what? Can't go wrong. And at the end of the day, maybe you make out in the back of a Bel Air because that's, no, that's probably a little pre 85. <laughs> <laughs> A gremlin? Is that gremlin? Like, a pinto? Like a, like a Ford Pinto? Yeah, there we go. You know, get your foot stuck in the door. <laughs> now I have a dream to have. I'm a station wagon fan. Oh yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna the, have the, the weirdest garage if I ever va- get rich. <laughs> the vacation movies? Yeah, dude. dude like I want so a V8, good. three on the tree. You know, <laughs> with a seat that faces backwards out the back window. Yeah, I can put like a 15 foot. <laughs> You know, Christmas tree on top of it, <laughs> and it'll tow eight thousand pounds because it's practically a truck, but it seats twelve like a suburban. I no want doubt. that. I want that. You, I'll let you borrow one of my kids so they can sit in the far back and just kind of wave at people awkwardly as they drive. Oh by. fuck that! I'm well. No, you're probably right because like my grandma's old station wagon, and we used to sit in the back and like flip people off. <laughs> yeah. Like you just flip them off over the. You just thought you were so cool. Until yeah. one of them rolled up to the driver's side window and was like, hey, your kids are flipping us off. <laughs> I've never been hit so fast with keys in my life. <laughs> Don't make me come back there. <laughs> my grandma was a sniper, bro. Yeah. Grab that slipper and fling it at you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Teen so, Wolf. Great. Great. What'd you watch it out? on? Uh, uh, we watched it on Plex, which is like a... It, it's a online streaming thing on your Amazon fire stick. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of more. It's more or less that. Yeah. Is it a Roku? Uh, no, is it a it's, sling? It, it's called, it's called Plex. My buddy got it. He gave me passwords and stuff to it. So I watched it through my Xbox. Oh, watch I'm it on right. your Xbox. That's what I was yeah, getting at. Oh, okay, what is the guess. peripheral that you're watching this through? Yeah, Xbox, just, that makes sense. Yeah, I watch just basically everything's through the old Xbox one. Does it have so. commercials? No. Okay, that's all I no. care about. I, think I refuse it's all. to watch anything with commercials anymore. I mean, why would but we? I'm going to lead in to something else with that. Before we get into uh, something that you watched a lot of this week, I did get a couple things today. Or mm-hmm, not today. Mm-hmm. That over the past week. Uh, two things, to be exact. Um, semi, semi-excited about them. One of which we're very excited about. Um, but I was able to trade a couple things in at uh, Level 7 Games here in Denver. If you're listening from Denver, great game store. Um, but I bought Warlock for the Genesis platformer. Um, I played this game a lot as a kid. Never beat it. Tough game. Um, and you play as just that. Let me see the backside of that. It's like Altered Beasts. But okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You shoot ah, fireballs and shit. Genesis. Love it. I know, dude. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, but got the complete copy. Like I said oh. I ended up I got this and completed a uh a cruising USA. They had cruising USA in stock. So I was able to get that to complete the uh the empty box I bought in that lot a couple weeks ago. Man, the other thing I bought um, real quick, just because it was big for me in my childhood, uh, is I always go look at the um, VHSs still, like mm-hmm. just randomly. Mm-hmm. You never know what you'll find. 
One of the movies that I've been looking for for a long time is The Indian in the Cupboard. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie for me, look, going back, not a great movie. And even now in like PC culture, it's probably a real bad movie. Um, but it was a staple for me growing up. I watched this movie hundreds of times. And in the original copy we had for our VH set, it came with a little Indian figurine, like a little three inch figurine and a key. Yes. And it was like, yeah, exactly. It was a movie figure and it was taped to the top of the VHS box. And if you took the cover of the VHS that was in the jewel case or the clamshell and you flipped it inside out, it was a cupboard. Like they made it look like a cupboard. And so then you put the key in the side of the uh, the VHS case, you turn oh, the key, yeah. it popped open the clam clam the clamshell. <laughs> All right, that was like that was a big thing. So constantly I look for them uh, because cool, I don't have my copy. You know, I don't have my Indian, and I found one for fifty cents, and it's still so great. Oh, there is. It's still got my little. He's ready to my, shoot a tiny little bow and arrow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's got the key sits underneath. You can't really see it. And for you audio listeners, you definitely can't see it. I'll try to post. I'll actually post both these on Instagram yeah. here. Um, but yeah, for 50 cents, it was a dollar movie. It had, it had them attached to the top still, the original packaging. And I could not believe it. Like I found the original. I never even looked at what they're worth or anything. Because it was just like, I can't believe I ever found one. And it's just, I can't wait to watch it. But the reason I, that I brought that up is because I, I, I was talking to my other half and I told, I told her, I was like, I'm more excited to watch the previews of this VHS than I am the actual movie. Like, I'm excited to see what was coming up, what was Those coming soon. So good, man. You know, like, and it's, a, it. it's a Columbia Pictures. I think Indian in the Cupboard was like 93 or something. Yeah. Um, that's that's where I like fell in love with like the the movie theater voice or the movie voice guy where he's like coming this summer to a theater near you, you yeah. Know, that, and then they, that front a madcap adventure featuring Indian and a cowboy, <laughs> but they're only three inches. Th- like, <laughs> oh, dude. I so I think I might be watching that here soon. I said, do you still have a VCR? Yeah, we've we've got a bunch of Disney VHSs that we've held on to because those things are gold. Yeah, we have all the original classics and like I have all the Land Before Times, a bunch of the like ones that I grew up with. When my papa passed away um, a few years back, my grandma was asked me first if I wanted all the uh, Disney stuff because she knew that I collected a lot of the old stuff. So I got a bunch of like my papa's VHS collection. That we used to rent from when we were kids, so it was cool. Yeah, but I still we still have a VCR. That's great. I got great, a lot man. of good movies on the VCR. When my eldest was growing up and she had a room of her own, um, we set up a, just a tiny little CRT TV in her room that had a uh, VHS player, and we would let her play those because they're a bit more durable than you know DVDs. You scratch a DVD, it's done. Yeah. And when they're four years old, they don't know any better. But you can teach them how to handle a a video cassette with ease. So that's what we used to do. And it worked out so well. And she got to see all these classics that I grew up with that she was able to have a fondness for. So I get it, man, those VHS, especially, you know, even in the poor quality, it still stands the test of time that a good story and animation will be there forever. It really does. I mean, that's, I was raised the same way and it's cool that you raised your kids in that sense too, because that's how I was introduced to like, all the horror movies and everything were just things that like my dad wanted me to watch and yeah. couldn't wait until I got to an age to watch a lot of these movies, you know, that's and what I'm going through. Right. We like, watched it on VCR. Yeah. Like, I remember when DVDs came out, I was like two years behind. My parents <laughs> couldn't have it a fucking DVD player. So I was just like, I remember renting. Never mind. We'll save that for later. Yeah. We'll save that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> go on a tangent of of uh, we'll have yeah. like blockbuster rental exclusive like that we'll just talk about fondness of the of blockbuster you know yeah which 
you know, we might as well touch on that since we're talking about Blockbuster, right? We'll skip ahead a little bit and Fuck it. you know if you, uh Blockbuster, the final Blockbuster looks like it's uh possibly closing its door, but it's doing something kind of cool, right? Uh I I don't think that they're closing their door. You don't think it's um, closing? No, from as far as I can tell, I believe that they're still kind of doing their thing. So a little background. There is a blockbuster left. An um, official. An official. It's a franchise yeah. owned. It's not a corporate blockbuster. Um, blockbuster went out of business in like 2009, 2010. They filed for bankruptcy. The last corporate store. So I think it was um, DirecTV bought out like all of the uh, corporate blockbusters and eventually mm. closed them all down because it was unnecessary. They're pushing their satellite service, of course. Um, and then the last franchise store closed down in March of last year. Uh, so that left one franchise store open and that's in bend oregon um so it's kind of cool because you can still have a membership you can still rent stuff from them get those damn late fees there's (laughs) fucking late fees all right uh but they're actually doing something kind of cool they're opening up their blockbuster store for an airbnb so Um, much fun it's actually really cool because they're putting like a sleeper sofa you have an access to a VCR, to an access of a plethora of like 90s VHSs. The only caveat, and it kind of sucks for us because we're in Colorado, but yeah. you have to be a resident of Bend or Deschutes, Oregon, um, to be able to, to rent a room. They're doing it for three years. It's their 20th anniversary of being, uh, or Blockbuster 20th, or I think it was the 20th anniversary of them being a Blockbuster. Hmm. Um, and I just want to plug a little bit of them because it is a very cool thing but you guys can check out it is bend b-e-n-d blockbuster.com and they sell official blockbuster merch you can get hoodies, pins hats, keychains a blockbuster membership card for $2 Um, needless to say I've like $84 in my cart right now from this. Uh, but you guys can help them out. They're still a blockbuster. Um, and you might not be able to rent a room, but you can uh, you can keep the dream alive. Yeah. That's great. I used to work at a blockbuster once upon a time. That was one of my no favorite kidding. jobs. Yeah, man. That's, if only uh, I could have known you then and been like, keep everything. Don't let them throw shit yeah. away. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is, you know, times change. And unfortunately these kids growing up won't quite get to experience that feeling of walking up and down aisles, checking out cool box art and just renting a movie because, Oh man, that just looks cool. And sometimes you'd get a stinker, but every once in a while you'd find a hidden gem, but yeah, you know, it, the rush you felt because like, for those of you that have never been into a rental store, there was a like a rush running up to like the shelves of games or movies because they always had a a display box that was like the actual box and then the rental versions was sat behind that box so like you could run up and they could have eight copies but there might not be any copies behind those fucking boxes all right and the disappointment you feel when you're flipping down display boxes and there's no white and blue blockbuster rental boxes behind it. Cause that meant they, they were out. They were out and they're like, it was gone. You didn't get that. You'd always you have, have to go some, to another blockbuster. They, they'd, be, they'd run to the counter and be like, Oh, I noticed you were out of uh terminator too. Um, uh, do you, do you have, did somebody return what? Like in a, is there one in the return like, box? Flop sweat. Just like, I have to have this. My yes. wife's going to kill me. Yes. <laughs> My you could kids, buy snow caps. What am I going to do? Oh and yeah! Blockbuster popcorn, all the great treats you could need. They, they did. It was a movie theater selection. Yeah, like you really could. Oh yeah. man, blockbuster dude! I just yeah, I want to go back. 
I'm so sick of getting older. I did not take advantage of my childhood. You don't know what you have until it's gone, right? It's bullshit. <laughs> oh, well. Shit. Well, we'll leave the past and the present, and let's... So, there was a cool event that happened the other day. Uh, it's called the DC Fandome, where essentially it was Warner Brothers, or D- DC with Warner Brothers, kind of going over their more or less just releases that were going to be coming out over the next, well, basically next year is kind of what everything's getting framed out to be. But I just wanted to go over some of the highlights from this thing. Cause it was for me personally, and I don't know about for you, but we'll kind of go through it. And so our I kind of assume this was all stuff for like Comic-Con. That'd be my guess. I, I feel like in this day and age, since everything's being done at home, that DC looked at it was like, we won't waste our time joining this, the San Diego comic con. We'll just hold our own. And that's kind of what it is. And I feel like that's what more and more places are going to start doing since this was kind of a big event and everybody was talking about it, at least online. It, so, uh, it, it That's, I a hundred percent agree. I think a lot yeah. of people are going to go more to their own version, but I can only assume that like on a normal year, this was all stuff that was going to be released at comic con. And <laughs> Now we just don't yeah. have that. Yeah. In this day and age, it's like, well, shoot, let's just hold our own and people can get hyped about this and come to our sites and give us more traffic and views and whatever else is involved. But uh, Make kind of the big one for a long time there, Ben Affleck had said that he was done playing the Batman. Looks like he's going to be returning. And they had some artwork uh, for the Flash movie with Ezra Miller and Ben Affleck's going to be back as the Batman in it. So that, to me, is exciting because I thought he was a pretty damn good Batman in uh, Justice League and uh, uh, Batman vs. Superman. I was going to ask because, I, look, I'm not a big fan of DC. Um, I like Batman, but I have no, like, I don't search it out. So sure. I've never seen Ben Affleck as Batman. And like I heard bad things about the movie, but I've also heard good things about the movie, depending on who you ask. Sure. And that's, I mean, think about it with anything, you can pick apart anything and, and decide for me, it's just like, look, we're bringing superheroes to life and they're better than what they have been in the past. And I like Ben Affleck. He plays a good older Batman. He plays a good, like Frank Miller, uh, era comics, Batman, a little older, a little little world wise, you know, he's a little tired of, of it, but he still knows he's got a job that gets needs to be done. So that's the way I, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's fantastic. So he's only coming back for the flash movie. That's as of right now, that's kind of what it sounds like because they've got another Batman coming out. That's featuring Robert Pattinson. That seems like it's more like year one Batman where it's like, you know, after the parents have died and he's gone and trained a little bit. And when he comes back to Gotham, this seems like they're setting up. This is what he tries to do in the first year. Because if you look at the trailer, the car isn't the Batmobile that we start to know. Yeah. It's like a car that's been souped up almost like just like rigged up with things that he think of were, you know, nothing's like Batman that we know where everything's like engineered to perfection. Where it's yeah, kind of he, he doesn't have his R&D department yet. Exactly. He's got his money. Yeah. He's got an idea, but he just doesn't know what to do with it. He, he, so, he's aimless, but he knows he wants to defend the city. And they released that trailer, the Robert Pattinson trailer. So I, I watched that one. Um, yeah. And look, at the end of the day, it looks like a badass Batman movie. Yeah. Um, I, can, I don't hate on Robert Pattinson. You know, I've watched all the Twilights. They're not hey. horrible movies. I mean, but the thing is, like, yeah, that's kind of what everybody knows him from. But like, some of the stuff that he's done independently from that, the dude's solid as an actor. Like, he was Cedric Diggory. (laughs) Say no more, fam. I'm gonna follow him. Just do your thing, bro. I'll watch it. It's cool. But it looks cool. Very noir. Very dark. Seems very ground level. You know, almost seems like Nolan verse kind of. um, It is interesting that they're releasing. Two different movies with Batman in it, with two different actors playing Batman. One new, one old, nonetheless. Yeah. 
One seems like a continuation of a universe, which I imagine it would have to be part of the same universe as the Batman versus Superman universe. If you're going to use the same actor for Batman with the flash movie, my understanding is they're trying to introduce the, the idea of the multiverse where there are different things where it's like, what if Bruce Wayne was the one that was shot in the alley and not his mom and dad. Right. So alternate, alternate ideas of things and how different things, if this little thing got switched, what would result from that little butterfly effect? Exactly. And so, and I think that's part of the flash with, I've heard rumors. I think it was for the flash movie where they're going to have two different Batman's big announcement was that Ben Affleck was back. And I think they were thinking about getting Michael Keaton from the 1989 Batman to reprise his role as Batman, which would be be sick. Yeah. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm so, I mean, I'm Batman until I die. So those are great. And then another kind of Batman more or less, um, is they have a new game coming out called Gotham Knights, where essentially Batman is dead. So he puts the call out to Batgirl, Red Hood, Robin, and Nightwing to basically let them know, hey, the villains or the criminals are going to know I'm gone. You need to protect the city now. It's your turn to take up up the mantle. See, this is kind of cool. I'm kind of interested in this because it's it's done by a developer that's done a Batman game. Um, and we'll talk about Rocksteady in, in a second. But when Rocksteady gave up the Batman series, so Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham... Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Okay, yeah. And then Origins went to this Montreal studio. Yeah, the WB um, Montreal. Yep, the WB Games Montreal. So I really, really enjoyed the, like fighting style of those Arkham games. And yeah. they kind of kept that through all yeah. of them. So that's kind of exciting to be able to play with like a different character, not having to running around as like Batman, but like to be able to play as Robin, mm-hmm. especially in like a, you know, an advanced game, because when was the last time that you had these side characters? True. Usually they were done in a cutscene, or, yeah. or you could play as them uh, once you cut and gotten a certain way into the game, then they'd let you play a mission or two as Robin, but then they would immediately go back to Batman. So it's very cool yeah. that you play as these side characters, and each one's got their own set. Plus, they also have it where you can do two-player co-op and play through the whole game together. Ooh. Yeah. Which... You know, I'm super excited about because it it'd be fun to be like, okay, well, I'm going to choose this. I'll, I'll choose Nightwing. You play as Batgirl or whoever, and then yeah, play through it, man. Yeah. So they released uh some uh, some gameplay footage. Yeah, which I was surprised um, about. Very surprised because kind of the, <laughs> this has been kind of kept like under wraps and given with the COVID stuff between leaks and the stuff that's being delayed. So much fun. It, it is kind of cool to get a game that we didn't expect. Yeah. You know, especially something this big, or at least, you know, feels big where it's like, how do you keep this under wraps for so long to be able to have gameplay footage? Normally it's like, here's a release teaser trailer to get your appetite, you know, going. We'll release uh, some gameplay footage six months later or something. Not all in one day. Here's a trailer. Plus here's some gameplay that shows you, okay, this is going to be, it looks like it's going to be a solid game. It really does. I, I like the gameplay footage. Um, I'm I'm definitely very interested. Yeah. Um, and just like the movies, they release footage of a second game. Yeah. <laughs> Created by the one you were talking about, Rocksteady, who had originally done the Arkham series. So you feel like, or at least I feel like it's in, in good hands to be able to take the Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, I didn't. What's the name of it? Kill. Um, it's it Suicide is Squad. called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Thank you. Sweet and simple. Yeah. Which you're like, that title alone, it's like, Kill the Justice League? How are these, like, you know, folks who aren't nearly as powerful as Wonder Woman or Superman going to take them? Oh, I'm excited. And so, that trailer is fun. Yeah. In the trailer, you have, uh, they've got, like, you don't get to see a lot of these characters on about in the mainstream. Yeah. Um, they had what boomerang. 
Captain uh, Boomerang, Harley Quinn, Shark Man. Of course. Uh, yeah, Shark Man was crazy. Deadshot? Um, Deadshot, yeah. And then that was the main ones, right? They had four? I, b- I believe so, yeah. yeah. Um, For now, I'm sure they'll have a bunch more because there's so many different villains that have been part of that Task Force, task force X uh, team, the Suicide Squad, that... I'm sure they'll probably have it where it's unlockable for you to be able to play as whomever, you know, polka dot man or some of these more obscure villains. Yeah. And what's I, so apparently release isn't going to be until 2021, but the reason this game intrigues me a whole lot is because the Avengers is about to drop in like a couple weeks. Yeah. And the Avengers doesn't look that good. People don't, don't have a lot of good things to say about it. And the Suicide Squad game kind of looks the same style of gameplay, but much more interesting. Yeah. So it's going to be very... I'm, I'm very curious to see how it works out as far as like... If the Avengers turns out to be either good or bad, depending mm-hmm. on you know what they fix before actual launch day. Mm-hmm. And if it gives a chance for for Rocksteady to fix the things that people hate in Avengers and transfer that to the Suicide Squad, squad game. Because yeah. it's practically a Gauntlet-style gameplay, right? So it's like four people choose your class run around? For, uh, for the Avengers, yeah. It looks like you're running around, beat them up, doing different And missions. Suicide Squad. And I know there's like squad. a four-player co-op, too. Yeah, so it's hard to, you know... Well, I mean, it's smart to release it after, right? And plus, it's got a much more defined, like, kill the Justice League. That's very much seems like that's much more a goal. Whereas Avengers, for the story at least, we know kind of why they're at where they're at, but they haven't really given further details as to where the story is going to go. So at least you know with Suicide Squad going in, we're going to have to go take out some Justice League members, which will be interesting. I don't know. I'm excited for both games. And in the trailer, they're they're about to fight S- Superman. Spoiler Ugh. alert! That that scene, man, where so. they're like, "Oh, look, it's Superman!" And then he just freaking heat visions that dude's head. Whoa. You're like, "That's not Superman Yo, we know, folks. Something's going that's on." Wild. So he just like murdered a military guy. Yeah, totally. It was just like you're like, like Phantom Superman. For me, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, he's a multiverse, maybe part of the syndicate, or you know, we'll see, we'll see, man. I'm interested to see why why they're going after the Justice League. Yeah, I, that game looks good. I yeah. will say that both of those those both of those games look very interesting, and I'm gonna at least mess with one of them. <laughs> it's okay I'll, I'll I'll probably be jumping on the superhero train to to play those because gosh that's right my wheelhouse uh but yeah on top of that though they uh james gunn directed a uh, super uh, suicide squad movie sequel to uh suicide squad that came out a couple of years ago with will smith who was the director of the first one? Oh man i'd have to dig let me see if i can um for those of you guys who don't know, James Gunn also did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's kind of interesting oh. to see him go to DC. Uh, David Ayer, who had done like uh, End of Watch and uh, uh, what is the other one? That is? Training Day. Training those Day. I, kinda, I was about to say, yeah, the other. Because uh, End of Watch is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And Training Day was Denzel, right? Yeah. 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 Both great so, movies great action drama you know those were great so and, and that suicide squad film certainly had that feel of it but this new one it's by james gunn and his certain kind of style that he does a little bit of humor yeah a little bit of action yeah yeah i like the james gunn style the uh the guardians of the galaxy movies are amazing oh they're those great the ones they're- that i could watch every night you take this unknown property that Marvel has and you turn it into what is arguably one of the fan favorites out of, you know, everything that they've released. That is always one that's like, Oh, guardians is where it's at, you yeah. know, with the humor and the action and the, and the heart that comes along with it. But he just, he pulls some of these craziest 
characters out to come play in this movie. It's so much fun. Obviously, Harley Quinn is back. I mean, she's not going to miss a chance to play Harley Quinn, and Viola Davis is back. But they got like Idris Elba to come and join this thing. That That guy is can do no wrong. Yeah, he's one of those guys. You're like, all right, you got here's my money. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in what those turn into. Did they did they put any kind of a release window for the movie? Uh, they're expected August sixth of next year. Okay, everything, so everything like summer of twenty one. Basically, twenty twenty one is the year of DC. Like, no matter what Marvel does at this point, I don't think they're going to be able to match the sheer volume of stuff that they're releasing next year. Yeah, but DC just doesn't have the money either. You know, Marvel is just sitting on. I mean, I, we, I don't yeah. even know how to describe the money that that company has. I mean, it's Perfect. Disney at the end it's of the day. Quality, so. It's quality movies on top of them. You know, they make solid stuff, and that's why they're sitting on the mountain of uh, money, as it were. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, that looks exciting. Um, Zack Snyder's releasing uh, a four-hour cut of the Justice League film. So what happened basically was is that his daughter died during the production of Justice League, the movie. So uh, Joss Whedon came in, who directed the Avengers movies, and came in and took over to complete the filming of Justice League. And so he cut it together and we got what we got from it. And, but he's going to be releasing a four hour version of the, uh, of his cut. That's going to be going out to HBO max, which, you know, you could subscribe to and it'll be pretty good. Uh, it looks great that they released the trailer for it. And, uh, so yeah, Check it out. It looks great. I mean, four hours of superheroes beating up bad guys could be fun. So it's just like an ex- an extended cut, right? It's basically his cut of the movie because so many people griped about Justice League and how it just was missing so much and that there was so much that was just like mad because jo- Joss Whedon came in and took over. I think he tried to change a lot of things. And that's why it came out the way it did. So it was so like his why. backlog of stuff that he did. So basically, yeah. So basically he's going through and be like, here's all the stuff they edited and changed. And so they're slapping it together and they're going to release it on HBO Max. Because there's definitely a lot of uh, Zack Snyder fanboys. Like they like oh. his directing style. I'm sure. one of them. I mean, shoot, like 300. I know that's kind of the one everybody goes to, but man, that movie it or Dawn of movie. The, the Dawn of the Dead remake, such a salt, like one of the greatest Another remakes, movie. in my opinion. Like he's got a certain style and it's just like, you can appreciate the guy who just kind of, who does what he wants. 300, to man. Like it's such a cliche example, but it's, I mean, that movie was everything. Even going back, like it's, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not much more you could say. So it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I probably actually will subscribe to HBO Max when it comes out just so we could check that out. Uh, the final thing, and we'll just go over it real quick because, yeah. Um, the Rock has made a promise that the Black Adam superhero, well, he's not a superhero. He's like an anti-hero. Um, it's going to be unlike any other superhero movie we've ever seen. Huh. So, and, you know, it's The Rock, so, I mean... It's going to have that, a ton of money behind it. It'll be like the first one where the, the you know, the lead actor in it just looks like a superhero year-round. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I mean, he does look like a monster 100% of the time. <laughs> so, I'm not familiar... Um, with this at all i'll be honest like so black adam basically comes from the world of uh uh shazam he's kind of shazam's you know shazam does good black adam's like we do whatever it takes to keep the world 
moving So he's like forward. a Batman, but he kills people? You could call him that, except that he's got powers of, like, you know, Superman and stuff where he's just... Oh, he's a badass. He's a badass. You know, he can make shit... Like, when he says he can make shit happen, he really can. Huh. So... I didn't but, see the Shazam movie either. No? I heard it was pretty it, good. It's fantastic. It's yeah, a lot of fun. People really liked it. It's... Yeah, it's... it's Dude, very, I'm, it's I'm disappointed in some, like, aspects of nerdum. Movies it's, are one of them. There's so much stuff out there. You can't. There's no way for you to consume. Oh, challenge accepted. (laughs) I will waste my fucking life, bro. I got some calling days. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) We'll just call it a day. We'll just. uh, (laughs) Could you imagine that? Just call in for a week and just uh, absorb it all. Just take it all in. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like paradise. Yeah, me too. What we're going through right now, so yeah. But that's that's kind of the news, man, from the fandom. That's kind of the big one. I was super excited about it when I heard about it months ago, and then here we are, man. We got over it. We got this was a cool thing. Awesome Um, trip. I I hope more. I hope more studios do it. You know, I really do think we're gonna get a lot more. You know, quote unquote cons done via the interwebs. Yeah, um, I think it's the new it's the new normal. I mean, this cost them probably not even a quarter of the budget that it would cost for going to Comic Con. You know, just to host stuff online. Have three times the attendance. I didn't even touch on this, but the Wonder Woman eighty four cast played Werewolf, which is like a a who done it, who's the killer kind of game, and they the whole cast was sitting there playing it like. It's so cool. Huh. You can't get that kind of stuff going to Comic-Con. Yeah, you can go to a panel and they can do Q&A, but it's not at that fun level that something like that is. But that's just a side note, because that movie looks cool, too. Well, they're definitely doing a lot of cool stuff with it, because like uh, I know Long Island Gaming, or Retro Gaming Expo, they did an online version this year. Oh, yeah. yeah, you could go through like online swap meets. They had panels. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a lot of stuff through them. I threw them the money was out of town that weekend, bought tickets, oh. went camping yeah. that weekend. So I was like, I'll never ever I can't I won't I won't say never, but the chances <laughs> of me ever getting to go to Long Island being I'm in Colorado are very, very, very slim. And yeah. I think tickets, if I remember right, were like ten or fifteen bucks. And it was for two days. And like I was just like, hell yeah. Like yeah. I'm gonna buy this. So I threw him the money, but like I just I did. I wasn't in town for the weekend, so I didn't yeah. actually get to experience the, uh, the the whole online con situation. Yeah. Well, at least you're not out hundreds of dollars of travel or anything like that. At least it was only you know the price of a movie ticket to go. So that's not yeah. too terrible. Yeah. It sucks. Missed it though, but that's interesting. But it was uh, the concept was cool, and I like from what I've heard, it worked out really well. And I'm sure we'll hear about the DC fandom shit. So. You know, the more of these things work out, the more often we're going to get cool stuff that we don't have to go anywhere for. Yeah. Like the comfort of my own home and my air conditioning with dominoes and beer and not having to drive anywhere or be around sweaty people like that, the better off I am. (laughs) If I can still do the same things from home. Shoot. Please. Yeah. I'll log into Zoom to be able to say, oh, man, I might get a chance to say hi to one of my favorite uh, whatever insert your favorite whatever here like let's do it it's just going to be a warehouse full of robots with ipads yes. that we're just controlling from our house like going from booth to booth how much is this could i get a commission portrait of captain america and they're all like uh sure it'll be to you in four to six weeks i mean look <laughs> if i could send you a picture of myself i want my face on Captain America's body, but I want him to have a beer gut. <laughs> Is that worth my $60? $80? $100? You know it, dude. Yeah. yeah. But depending what com- age of comic artists you're getting, you might be able to get it for like 10 bucks because they're desperate. <laughs> yeah. I'll be curious to see where the online con thing goes. Yeah, me too. It- it's fun, though. Uh, um... 
So I got a couple more things I threw on here that we'll get through um, real quick because we're slowly but surely. I shouldn't say slowly but surely. We're quickly running out of time. Um, But something that cool (laughs) that came up for me is some of the new arcade one-up machines. Um, And for anyone that hasn't seen these things, arcade one-up is a company that's putting out um, current arcade machines um so they're i don't want to call them miniature but that's what they are they are s- smaller versions so probably what like four fists the size of a full-size arcade machine um they're a lot shorter you have to buy a little riser uh but they they put out stuff galaga um they have actually a lot of cool stuff I'll just run down a couple. Um, they have a Golden Axe Machine, Burger Time Machine, uh, Final Fight, Frogger, TMNT. Uh, the TMNT machine is actually really cool. It's a four-person machine. It's got Turtles in Time, the SNES port. How does how does that work? Because is it like the arcade machine where there's four joysticks and everything? There that are you can four joysticks. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah. I so, mean, that's like, get to know your buddies. <laughs> the re- yeah, it's... You're having fun with it. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because they are coming out with a couple new ones that I'm very interested in. Uh, mm-hmm. One of which being the NBA Jam machine. He's um, on fire! Yes. So, they Boom, actually... <laughs> yeah, the nail in the coffin. <laughs> so they actually did um, a couple cool things with the new machines something that the original machines didn't have and I'm going to bring up three the first one being they are bringing out a big buck hunter machine um, I still hold the hi- well I don't know now it's been a few months since I've been up there but for <laughs> like a year I held the big buck hunter high score on the machine at Estes Park Brewery Okay, I love that fucking game. So, Big Buck Hunter. But the two machines that I really want to talk about real quick are the NBA Jam machine and the X-Men versus Street Fighter machine. So the NBA NBA Jam machine comes with the original NBA Jam, Tournament Edition, and then NBA Hang Time. Um, What's cool about these machines is they're four-person machines. And they're Wi-Fi enabled. So they're allowing you to match make with other arcade one of machines that are also hooked up to their network. So it's a very cool concept where you're buying this arcade stand-up machine and being able to play people in its own little matchmaking system. Yeah. So, and then the X-Men versus Street Fighter cabinet has... The Marvel versus... Capcom, Marvel right? versus Capcom. Um, same thing. So there will be Wi-Fi enabled so you could actually have stand-up arcade Marvel versus Capcom online matches. That's that's going to be fun for tournaments because, I mean, that's a big thing out there. Yeah. The, the Street Fighter. I didn't even know, think about that, actually. Like, th- they can now do it where it's legitly on a cabinet as opposed to just playing it on Super Nintendo or whatever they might be. Uh, uh, currently playing it on, but well, this is what's cool. kind of weird is like the Marvel versus Capcom um, is like a Dreamcast, so you're looking at like yeah. you know a Dreamcast version of this game on an arcade stand-up machine, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's Arcade One Up has a bunch of stuff. It's just really cool to me that they are allowing online play with these stand-up arcade machines. That's that's rad, man. Because if you buy it for yourself, you're not going to have to play by yourself. You know, you can have it and be like, "Oh, yeah. that's right. I just connect to the internet. Oh, I can go play with somebody across the country who's still awake and bust it out and make some three point shots in the corner." <laughs> it makes you wonder if they're going to have like a like a leaderboard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like an online leaderboard, especially because they're only communicating with other. Arcade one yeah. machines, you know, it's not. Um, so can you play up to four? Because you said the NBA Jam is going to be four player. Yep. Because so they're they, two on two. 
Gotcha. So okay. I imagine that you could play two player online. Yeah. So your team, but you're not going to be able to play four because yeah. it's just everyone that's on the court. Man, that's cool. Um, that's so much fun. Super cool, though. I was I was real hype about that, and I've been. I eventually I'm going to buy a real arcade stand-up machine, but. We've been That's talking cool. about put a, a one-up machine in the house for a long time, and I think that NBA Jam machine is what that it's going to be. be. Um, That's and real crazy. quick, just a couple more video game things real quick. Uh, first and foremost, Hitman Trilogy is coming to VR. The only reason I put this in there is because the Hitman games have been very, 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 very entertaining. Um, and to be able to do the Hitman game in VR sounds... Just so much fun. It sounds uh, interesting. It like the they idea. They have some real weird shit in those games uh, that you can do. It like, it's not just walking up behind people and shooting them in the back of the head with a nine millimeter. It's like I'm gonna suffocate suffocate this guy with my briefcase, you know, <laughs> or like whatever it may be. I, I'm very I'm very curious on what those what those games are gonna come out to be. Um. All I threw it on there because it was part of PlayStation State of Play a couple weeks ago. Um, one of the more interesting things that came out of that. That and there is a um, they released some stuff for the new Crash Bandicoot game for the PS5. Um, and then the last thing on the new stuff real quick. I just want to plug this because I haven't got all the way through it. So it's a six part series on Netflix called high score mm-hmm. um it kind of goes through the history of like some of the early time competitive video games which is kind of cool because they've touched i've only watched the first episode um but they touch on like the nintendo world championship stuff it's narrated by charles Martinet, who is the voice of mario oh um, shit. and a lot of the documentary is hosted by the creator of the E.T. games, which oh, happens really? to be one of the worst games oh, ever made yeah. in the history of gaming. Did they, did, they, did they have to dig him out of that landfill as well? I don't yeah. know, but he was he's a very happy, lucky guy. Um, That's so great. we'll know more about that. I'll finish that sometime this week. I'll have more of something to say about it next week. Uh, so you've but watched, it seems cool. You've watched a little bit of it. I have watched right? the first episode and then like maybe 15 minutes of the second. I haven't watched any of it. So is the whole thing like, cause you said it was narrated by the guy who does Mario. So it's it like, not. It was 1976 and we got Pong. Yeah. Hey, in all honesty, I haven't heard a Mario voice yet. You know, they've started really? talking about Mario in the second episode. Cause no. the first episode is a lot of, uh, Galaga. Um, mm. and then Pac-Man. And sure. they've showed some stuff of like um, the company that was building enhancement kits for these stand-up arcade machines because people were learning the game so fast and getting so good at the game that the game owners were losing money because mm. there was they could play four hours on a single quarter. They're going from making $600 a week to $200 a week. So this company came out and built um, enhancement pretty much enhancement kits that went onto the arcade machine that made the game, you know, learn faster and harder. And like the AI was just better. So they talk about a lawsuit that they go through like with Nintendo and some of these enhancement kits. Um, Again, I'll watch a bunch of that this week. I think there's six episodes in that. It just came out this week. Um, Yeah, it was not. But it should be cool. That you told me about it, I literally went and saw my cousin Drew, and he was like, "Hey, have you watched the show High Score on Netflix?" I was like, "Okay, I've got to watch this now." If two people like tell me about a show in the same day, it's like serendipity. I guess I got to watch it. So yeah, I'll try and watch it through the week too, and maybe we can do a review on it next week. Well, Netflix can do no wrong. You know, I've heard mixed mixed feelings about the documentary itself, but at the end of the day, if we're getting a Netflix ran doc about old video games. There's going to be enough information in there and, and nostalgia to make it worth watching. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
yeah, they've got a couple of shows on there that are like, how did this get made? Or, or you know, stuff from how did this movie from the 80s get made? Or how did this, how did these toys that get made and all that kind of stuff? So, I mean, why not do video games? It's like the one last bastion that they haven't quite done a docu-series on. So more power to it, man. That's rad. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's uh, rad. I'm kind of excited about it. It should be pretty good. As we wind down here on this episode three, we had a lot of news this week. Holy mackerel. Um, actually a lot of news <laughs> good good times man um there's a lot of stuff i i'm excited for uh about to come out so it should be a very interesting next couple weeks i really think this winter with all the covid stuff happening it's going to be a very interesting winter season as far mm-hmm. as like products that are being put out you know you hope that the entertainment stuff isn't going to get knocked too hard you know since they're not being able to film in person and stuff but between video games and some of the new uh, online stuff in general that's coming out, it should be very interesting next six months. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, we'll see, man. It's uh, it's it's an interesting time to say the least, but we're still God, getting yeah. new content from these folks, so we'll see what happens, man. Well, I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, you want to go ahead and plug some stuff? I know you got a Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got all that stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, Instagram, I believe it's under, actually all my stuff is under serial kilter. Um, uh, that's my Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I mean, just about everything. Go follow me. We can, we can, we'll make some posts. Uh, yeah. Serial kilter, like serial kilter, but wearing a kilt. Yeah. <laughs> Like cereal is and I'm gonna eat cereal in the morning. Yeah, and then kilter like cereal kilter. Yeah. <laughs> um we will put those in the show notes. Uh you guys can find my Instagram at retronomapod yeah. on Instagram. And then I do stream a lot of my video game collection on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Toby Tobe. T O B Y T O B E. Um, Instagram's where you'll see a lot of stuff that I'll post about the podcast, anything that I found, some random retro game stuff, or just retro stuff in general. Um, yeah, so but again, yeah. that stuff will be in the show notes. Follow us there, say what's up, leave a f- five star review on whatever you're listening at. It really does help us. We really yes. do appreciate it. Yeah, and, share, uh, share us as much as you like because word of mouth is kind of our best bit of marketing advertising whatever you want to call it these days definitely uh, for the time being so please share share us like crazy share us until people are like stop it get get off my lawn who are you this shit sucks why are you showing me this um i will say any any uh any good review i will read out on stream so i'll keep double checking that if you guys leave a five-star review whether it be on itunes google play spotify whatever you listen to it on um, be featured at the end of an episode in the following week. So, yeah. Uh, well, to wrap it up, we'll do it like we always do with the weird question of the week. This question is: What do you call a group of dragons? Hmm. Scary. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining this week's edition of the Retro. Namapod! <laughs>